As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Stock have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of your favorite U.S. stocks and ETFs in any dollar amount you choose with zero commissions online. Get started at fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Fractional share quantities can be entered to three decimal places if the value of the order is at least one cent. Dollar-based trades can be entered to two decimal places. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Hey folks, it's Lyle. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about a new thing I'm doing where you can help support my lizard endeavors by becoming a premium member of this podcast over at therapygecko.supercast.com. Premium members or Gek Legends as I call them, will be able to get every new and existing episode of Therapy Gecko completely ad-free. You'll also get a bonus podcast episode once a month, a bonus live show episode once a month from all of the live shows I've been doing around the world, a members-only live stream once a month. Plus, you'll also support my ability to continue hopefully doing this podcast for a long time, doing it around the world, and also supporting my ability to occasionally go eat a slice of of pizza. Go to therapygecko.supercast.com or find the link in the episode description to become a Gek legend today. All right, let's get into the episode. Call from Amy. Hello? Hello? Hi, Amy. What's going down? Amy, am I on the speakerphone right now? Yeah, you are. Sorry. I'm outside. Can you take me off the speakerphone, please? Let me try. I gotta find some headphones to do that. What do you mean, you guys? What, wait, hold, what do you mean? You just, just, you just take me off the speakerphone and you put it... You, The way that people used to do phones is just put it up to their ear. Well, I know, but I'm on a laptop right now. You're, you're calling me on a laptop? Yeah. My phone was dying. Why are you going to... Where, where are you right now? Are you at a house? Yeah, we're in Mississippi, uh, near the beach. Okay. Can you go inside? I'm inside now. What's up, Amy? How you doing? What's going on with you? How's life? Um, it's pretty wild. I'm actually here with my best friend. Uh, we were calling because we actually got dumped two weeks apart from each other. And that was just a, a real bonding experience. Okay. So is this is this like girls weekend? Like we're both we're both freshly single, going to go out to... The beach and party type vibes? Oh, 100%. I can't also, hear, I can only was, hear one of you guys. Oh, that was Bryn. Uh, so yeah, 100%. We're just trying to have a good, a good girls week. Okay. Why, well, how, how were, the, were both of the breakups like bad? Were they hard breakups or were they, you know, <laughs> the yeah. Yeah, it was brutal. What made them brutal? God. One of them packed his stuff the night before. And just did not want to tell me that he did not want to live there anymore and just left. Wait, he packed his stuff the night before. He to- Did he ever tell you that he didn't want to live there? He told me in the morning. That's kind of smart, to be completely honest. It, yeah, I mean, but it's also rude. <laughs> um, well, wouldn't that, doesn't that make sense? When you want to pack up, look, here's the thing is if you're moving out, like, wouldn't you want to pack up all your stuff first and then tell them that you're moving out? 
before, you know, because we've all seen the like in the movies where somebody will like, you know, like there's a guy like standing on the street and then like a girl like throwing all of his stuff out the window. You know what I'm talking about? See, that was basically my situation. Who am I talking to? I can only hear one of you guys. Well, this is Amy now. Yeah, I kind of did the whole throwing stuff off the porch thing. Wait, so you threw his stuff off the porch? Um, it was a girl's stuff. Uh, <laughs> we hadn't been living together. We had broken up and then got back together. And then I just had some possessions still. And I got dumped over text while I was in a COVID quarantine. So I just kind of freaked out and threw everything in the yard. <laughs> so it sounds like the guy who packed his stuff up beforehand kind of had the right idea. I, you know, I can't really disagree with you that it was a a good method. Okay, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just gonna talk. To, can you can you put me on a phone, by the way? Can I or no? You're on your laptop. Fuck it. Who cares? All right. Um. So your breakup was over text, and yeah. you had COVID, and so you threw all of his stuff out. So why did you throw all of his stuff out out of the window? It wasn't the window, it was the porch, but I just was like, um, we've already broken up once before. I don't need to like be sentimental. I just need to like get this stuff out of my face because if I'm gonna be trapped in my house alone, I can't be trapped in my house alone with a bunch of stuff that reminds me of a bad time. Did you just like leave it out on the porch? Yeah. What kind of stuff was it? Um like clothes and dishes from each other's house and like um <laughs> oh geez i don't really know um we like had cats so there was like some cat supplies <laughs> did you throw the cat food out on the porch um, not cat food there's like a cat carrier um and i kind of feel bad because it was like covered in pee but it was covered in her cat's pee, so, like, I don't know. I only felt bad because I was supposed to clean it, and then I just kind of threw all of her stuff on top of a cat peed carrier. Not intentional, though. <laughs> um, so, how long were you guys to- uh, together before that? Um, like, two years. All right. Um, how did they react to you uh, throwing... This is uh, uh, this is your girlfriend, your ex-girlfriend? Ex-girlfriend, but at that point we had like gotten back together kind of after a few months and we never like really said if we were like girlfriends again or not. How did she, how did she react to you throwing her stuff out of the on the porch? I don't think she was knew she because I had a friend then just like help me take stuff to her. I think she might have picked up some of the stuff i think i might have put it in trash bags once it was outside i can't remember uh, okay. i was really sick like that whole week was just a total blur so um so both of these ended badly yeah all right how old are you guys uh 23 and 21 okay um what what is your plan for the week are you like going bar hopping are you so okay let me ask you a question about this weekend is this weekend or wait it's it's fucking monday but whatever it's every (laughs) i don't every 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 day is day all right so (laughs) this trip not this weekend this trip is this a like 
is this a going out to get laid trip or is this like a going oh, out to forget? Really. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't say it, but she said it on the way up here. She goes, I think our only goal should be eating crawfish and getting laid. And I was like, I can't like argue with you on that point. <laughs> nice. Crawfish and pussy. The only things on the menu. You know, I could, I could get down with that. I feel like there's uh, a joke there about seafood. So, are you? What are you? Do you? Is there like? Where is this again? You're in Florida. Uh, almost. Like we're in Mississippi. Like just kind of in the Delta area. What is that? Where you guys? Do you guys live in Mississippi? No. Okay. Why? Hold on. <laughs> Why did you pick Mississippi to go on vacation? <laughs> Family. <laughs> yeah. My family lives down here. Okay. We're dog sitting. Are you live? Are you wait? Are so your dog sitting for your family? So your family's not there. No, they're not there. Okay. Um, I feel like yeah, because I feel like Mississippi is not the greatest going out to get laid vacation place, but it's not. That's mm, why we're no. close to New Orleans. <laughs> oh, you guys are you guys going to gonna gonna go to New Orleans as part of the trip? Yeah, just a day. Just a day. What what are you gonna do in New Orleans? Um, we like spooky stuff, so we'll probably check that out and eat beignets and uh, I don't know, probably get drunk. <laughs> That's cool. Watch out for STDs. There's probably some gnarly stuff floating around. That yeah, yep. <laughs> you both tested. said yeah, and you said, um, get tested. Uh, okay. So, um, what did you? So you you two broke up at the same time. That was nice. Did you uh, did you emotionally support each other? <laughs> yes, like a lot. It was it was messy, but it was cute for us to have each other. At least I mean. Well, okay. Wait, so I'm talking to you. Let me talk. Give the laptop to what, Brianna. Is her name? Bryn. Yes. Hello. Bryn. Let me give the laptop to Bryn. Bryn, how was your breakup? I only heard about it through. Amy. I mean, you guys. I have no idea which of you is talking, but um. Yeah, we have very similar voices. Um, it was interesting. We had a puppy and everything together, and he had just woke up one day, and he was like, I can't do this anymore, and just walked out, and I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> that was, like, literally the first thing he said in the morning. <laughs> I was like, okay. Damn. So did you have no idea that he was even remotely feeling like that? Not really. I mean, I had a little bit of an idea, but I didn't think it was that bad. Let me just say, what? as a friend, I knew it was going to happen. Intuition. Really? No. I just okay. So, 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 first of all, okay. Tell me your what you said. You had a little idea. What, where, where did that little idea come from? What did he do to give you that little idea? Um, we had gotten into a fight the month before, and he was trying to lie to me about something. And I had called him out on it, and then he was trying to lie to me about it again. And then I like, I was like, fuck you, dude. Like, stop it. And then, like, after that, I had a feeling. I was like, oh, I messed up. And, yeah. But what was he lying to you about, uh, if you want to share? I can't even remember what it was. It was just something stupid. Okay. And then, uh, Amy, you had a... you you. You knew it was going to happen. You had far more than an inkling of an idea. What gave you the what gave you the the strong confidence that it, that this was impending? Um, I don't know. We just both talk about each other's relationships like really openly, and 
there was just the way that she talked about one fight that they had that like I just kind of like this is hurting you on a different um level it was just obviously striking a chord with her that I like hadn't really seen before and we get like very emo together so like I don't know I could just tell something was different this time Hmm. um do you feel like has this has this girls weekend to Missouri been uh, (laughs) therapeutic so far yeah it has been yes what the fuck? What is there? Where? Wait, where in Missouri is like Southern Missouri? I don't. Oh god. <laughs> oh Mississippi. Yeah. Are they? Like, the, they're the same place, aren't they? I mean, there's a lot of nothing in both, so I can't disagree. There's a Seven Eleven. Look, all I'm saying is in Missouri right now there are two girls named Jamie and Flynn. Yeah. And they're broke up with their boyfriends who also have similar names and they're doing the exact same thing. That's how similar Missouri and Mississippi are. Mm, yeah, and the Missouri I, people, they're going to go on a crazy bender in Columbus, Ohio. Damn. Columbus? Why? I don't know why for any of anything that I say ever. What do you, <laughs> what's what huh? Do you are you hope are you looking for love or just no. just blind passion? Man, you guys keep saying things in unison. Both of you guys are not looking for love. You're just looking for passion this weekend. Sure, I guess. Okay. Are you open to love? Or have you closed yourself off to it? It's only been, like, three months. And that's, like, after three years of loving somebody. It's like, I don't know. I'm probably not ready for that. But it's cool if it happens, I guess. Yeah, same here for the most part. Well, you know what I think? I think you guys don't need to look for love because I think you have it right here. You seem to have a deep love for each other. Yeah. That's beautiful. I think I think it's good that you're leaning into that. This is like, you know, because that's the thing. Right? I can just t- here's the thing. The fact that you guys are on a girl's trip to Mississippi. It's Mississippi, right? It's not Missouri. Yeah, it's Mississippi. Okay. okay. The fact that you guys are on a girl's trip to Mississippi and that you're still out here with the you know, going out to get laid, going out to party mindset, whatever it is. All You know what it means? It means that all you guys need to have a party, to go crazy, to live your best life, is each other. And it doesn't even cry. matter that you're in Mississippi. So real. I'm going to cry. <laughs> it doesn't real. matter that you're in Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, no. I think it kind of does matter that we're in Mississippi. <laughs> no, it matters a little bit, but... um. Well, is there anything else you guys want to say to the people of the computer before we go? Any final thoughts on any of this? No, thank y'all. Um, practice safe sex. Go get tested. Mm-hmm. Um, don't cheat. Uh, give your pets some love from me. That's all. Take care. Get bless. Bless you too. I don't know. Somebody, I'm going to get a DM from somebody in Mississippi being like, no, we have a bar. It's called Shuckers. And it's corn themed. And I got laid there last week. And you know what? I'm sure whoever DMs me that is telling the truth. And I got to go. Call from Forrest. Hello? Hello? Hi, who is this? Uh, this is Forrest. How you doing, Forrest? Uh, I'm all right. How are you? I'm okay, man. What's going on with you? 
Uh, not much. I just finished a six-hour shift, um, and I'm waiting for my partner to come over. But well, not- a six-hour shift doing what? Uh, I make smoothies. I work at Jamba Juice. I've never been a big Jamba Juice guy. It's honestly, I don't blame you. It's a lot of sugar and a lot of sweet. But if you get our plant-based stuff, I I love all that. It's just like all natural and like really yummy. I like it. Oh, you, well, you see, you have it twisted. I actually I like the sugary bad stuff and uh, mm. the the natural like carrot stuff. I don't like. Although I should, I should, I should eat more uh, blended carrots and whatnot. Yeah, it's um, honestly, I need to as well, but I really don't like the way uh, blended carrots smell. It just smells like a farm straight up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, um, okay, so you just finished a six-hour shift and your partner is coming home. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I'll ask, let me ask you, this. is there any particular reason why you called in? It's okay if not. Um, sort of. Not super particular, but like I guess sort of, I guess. All right, what's the sort of? What's the sort of? Um, I just got out of, like, a almost three-year serious relationship about three months ago, and okay. I have started a, I'm in a, a new relationship now that I've been in for, like, two weeks, uh, and mm-hmm. it's been going really well, really nice, and I don't feel, like, pressure or anything in any aspect, but, like, just because of how society views, like, relationships and stuff... My brain is like, did I move on too fast? Am I doing the right thing? But, like, I don't feel anxious at all. I only feel anxious because I think I'm supposed to. Ha. Huh. So, I don't know. It's kind of a silly. I'm just trying to, like, go with the flow and hope and just, like, let God, life take me where it wants to. Ah, oh, man. Well, I I don't know, man. Uh, the brain's a weird thing. It, it it'll It'll... Tell you something's wrong and and make you wonder whether or not it actually is. Yeah, it's it's really confusing and like I'm at a point. I mean, I'm only like 19, but I'm at a point in my life now where I just let things happen and I just like hope I can deal with it. And if I can't, then I help. I I get my people to help me. That sounds good. That doesn't sound like a bad way to go about doing things. You feel yeah. you feel like you moved on too fast. I, I feel like that I think that I was already over the relationship much earlier than it, when it ended, but everyone around me is like, are you sure you're moving on like the right speed? And I'm like, I know myself, I know me, but everyone's making me doubt myself. So I'm like, do I know me? Wait a minute. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't know, man. Like this, this is, uh, well, you've been with this person for two weeks. Yeah. Well, almost three. We just started like seeing each other pretty casual okay and you let me look you're feeling good about it yeah he's, he's super nice I, I enjoy him a lot okay um i mean from what you've told me it uh, doesn't sound like uh, uh that crazy of a crazy of a problem yeah i mean i don't know i i'm just not scared of getting my heart broken like most people are so i feel like i can deal with fascinating. it fascinating Fascinating. Tell me more about that. Why are you not scared of getting your heart broken like most people are? Um, my guess is that I'm just like this sounds kind of like cringe, but I've experienced it a lot, so it's just something I'm pretty used to. And like mm. 
being like disappointed from people is that like this sounds so sad but like genuinely i'm so used to people disappointing me so when people do now i just don't get surprised anymore and i'm like all right whatever mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. so it doesn't really bother me and like i feel i feel like inhuman almost sometimes for like how it, you know you know you should talk to a real therapist about this i'm very curious what they would say um now that's, that's a fascinating a thing. Well, that's a fascinating thing that you bring up. Um, that you that you are used to disappointment. So, I, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're that you're used to disappointment. So when it happens, you're not even disappointed anymore. And you're one. And and the debate about whether or not that's a sad thing, or if it's a good thing because it's helped you not to. I don't know, be so invested in, in external things. Um, yeah. I'm thinking about it. I'm really into, like, I've been try- trying to. I'm trying to get more into, like, stoic philosophy stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a uh, a tenant of that. Like, trying not to put your weight so heavily in anything external that, that, that gives it the power to, you know, emotionally... Um, harm you i don't know if i don't know if that's sad or not that's a good question yeah i honestly like i've been i grew up buddhist so i've been like trying to really like follow the mentality of just having attachment is eternal suffering and yeah yeah i've probably been taking that too literally and doing that with everything ever but I, i genuinely it's this sounds a little crazy, but it, it it's so relieving when shitty things happen, and I don't feel like the world is ending around me. And I'm like, I can do this. I can handle this. Like, whatever. You know, yeah. I mean, look, you say it sounds sad, and I, I don't really... There might be something more complex going on there that I don't understand, but um, that does sound like a good thing. It sound, I mean, it sounds very um, monk-like. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I tried how I was raised. Um, it's, I just like, I don't know. It took me a long, long time to just be chill with everything. But anyways. Are um, you, are you, tell me more about being raised uh, Buddhist. Like both your parents were, were Buddhists. Um, yeah. Well, my, my dad practiced it more. My mom was just kind of like there, but like it, it, it was mostly him. We had like lots of, we, um, I think the biggest thing we had around our house was just tons and tons and tons of Buddha statues. It was very psychotic. Um, but my dad taught me meditation and how to like let go of things and that like holding on to materialisms and stuff like that is never going to get you anywhere in life. And if you really want to be happy, only hold on to the things you truly deeply put in your heart to heart. Is that kind of, is that a philosophy that your dad gave you? He passed it down to me, and for a long time I didn't agree with it. I always was like, yeah, I'm going to surround myself by things, like, screw you, Dad. But um, I realized that it's true. It's like not, like, having things you truly only care about brings such peace and relaxation, at least for me. You know, someone else might live the opposite and be happy as hell, but Hmm. that's just me. I don't know. You know, it's funny. I've I've read, I've... Uh, like by re- anytime any any uh, for, overall footnote anytime on this podcast i say that i've read into something it means i skimmed a wikipedia article once 
Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna, so that's that's what that means. Um, I've, I've briefly read into some Buddhism stuff. I, I just I know that's the central tenet. I usually I don't do like deep dives. I usually just I get the central tenet and I think on it. You know. Mm-hmm. So that I mean that central tenet that attachment is suffering. I mean. It's an interesting idea, right? Because it's kind of true. You know, when I think about, like, things that make me suffer, um, uh, things that I guess make anybody suffer are, like, attachments, attachments to people, attachments to jobs, attachments to things, attachments to, you know, places. And, uh, I mean, fuck, even attachment to your own life. Yeah. It's just, I mean, like, Exactly. The root of all evil, in my opinion, and a lot of others, is is attachments are the root of all evil, and and money and stuff like that too. It's just like I, I, money is really what it comes. I could go on to this. I'm not gonna cut your ear off, but it's yeah. I've been like trying to just not hold on to things, whether that be people that make me feel shitty, or objects that I just keep up space, or shit like that, or a job that makes me unhappy. Like, I, I let go of so much in the past, like, four months. It's I feel like I've started not just a new chapter, but a new book of my my life. And I'm only 19, mm. so I can't wait to, like, make more books, I guess, with my life. I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, you know, I'll say this before we go. I know you have a lot of people in your life telling you that, um, you know, maybe that you're... you're going about this the wrong way but i mean look especially because you're only fucking 19 i feel like you can you know this 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 way of life that you have going for you right now that you're into of of letting go really easily and being sort of transient through everything um give it give it a shot and you know figure out on your own whether or not it it's beneficial for you yeah i I mean you you got time to run that experiment yeah, it, that, that's like the best part about being alive at this young is that I, I have so much time to do things. Like that's what keeps me really going is knowing how much I haven't even tasted of life yet. There's so much. What is your name again? Uh, Forrest. Forrest. Uh, well, Forrest, have a good rest of your life. I'm gonna. You've inspired me. After this, after I'm done recording this, I'm gonna um. I'm going to skim a little bit more on the Wikipedia page for Buddhism. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad that I've got you interested. It's a great way to live. Uh, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Um, respect all life, no matter what. That's all I want to say. Take care, man. Thanks. Enjoy your day. Bye-bye. Hey, folks. This episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low-sugar sodas, and low-sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8-Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, 
Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com slash gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money, which I, of course, put safely away in a high-interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. Call from Alan. Pick up my guy. I just did. Hello, hello. It's me, what's up? How are you, man? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm chilling, bro. I'm chilling. Yo, I just want to say congrats, dude. Like, you came so far, bro. Like, I've been seeing you since 2020, man. For real. So, oh, like, thanks, kudos man. to you. Thanks, yeah, man. So. I'm, I'm, um, it's so fun. Every day I'm like, uh, how much longer am I, well, am I allowed to do this? And, um, you know, look, every day, every day that, that God or Jesus or Moses, uh, lets me live in a universe where I'm a gecko on the computer talking to strangers. Uh, it's a good day. It's a good day. What are you up to? What's is there a thing that you called in to want to talk about, Alan? Bro, I, I well, it's not my real name. I had to use something fake just because, like, you know, I didn't want to like. Well, you never know whoever can be watching the shit, but like, I don't get why um, people. Ta- I don't understand why people. Do people do this all the time? They say, um. They say they say my name is Alan, but that's a fake name. The whole point of the fake name is that it's I'm supposed to think it's real. Why do people keep saying that their fake names are fake? That invalidates the point of the fake name. Funny, right? I don't know. Just human error. I don't know, dude. I just I just do it just right. to protect my identity, man. But anyway, yo, so uh, thank you for like picking up, yo. So oh, like I sure. have like this like this love connection romantic situation type of thing and i wanted to like break it down to you even though like i kind of figured it out um i just kind of just wanted to talk to you about it because like i just kind of been like obsessed with this woman that like kind of inspired me and like in a musical in a music like art way you know so like i'm a dj and i'm a producer and i like i've been doing that since i was 16 i'm 30 now and um and like I, I recently just like started going back into the underground club scene and whatnot, and I've been seeing like the evolution of just like just me in general, just going out into different like environments and just exploring like different like just you know like underground scenes or whatever, whatever. But anyway, um, I met her. Well, I didn't meet her. Well, I did. I um, <laughs> I actually seen her the first time DJing. I was so enamored by the way like she would spin or whatnot. And, um, yeah, man, like, ever since then, I've just been, like, changing on my style, bro. And, I like, I have, like, this huge crush on her, bro, like, for real. 
and um we bumped in a couple of times but i would like i'd be so shy like i'm just like a shy dude when it comes to like someone like i have like this crush on and like you can tell like some females are like you can they can tell when like you're they, they can like like kind of like feel when you're like oh this dude has something from here something here he's acting weird whatever but um but yeah it's been like a year since, hold on like, i gotta i just gotta um as we stand now at this point in the conversation. I am confused as to whether or not you know this woman or if she is somebody you saw on TV. No, I know her. I know her. We met. We met. Okay. And did you ask her out on a date? Nah, man. That's the thing. I don't know if it's ego or envy. And it's just a bunch of emotions that I feel. And it's just like I had to process this shit. Like, I'm like, man, why am I ignoring her? Like, I've dated, like, other girls. But, like, the other ones are just, like... It's not. It's just like one of those things where Wait, it's just like, okay, why, hold, why did my, I do it? What's your, Alan? Al, sl- okay, we gotta slow down for a second. I gotta wrap my head around your brain is firing on all cylinders right now, and I need to, we need to slow down. I'm gonna wrap my head around this. So you have a you. Here's the here's the here's here's the great thing about being. You're thir- You said you're thirty. Yeah. Here's the great thing about being thirty compared to being uh, twelve. Is that when you're 12 and you have a crush on a girl, you there's you really there's n- fucking nothing you can do about it, really. I mean, you can go up, you can ask her on a date, but you're not you're 12. You can't take a girl out on a date. That's not anything. What what you what people normally do is they um, ask their friends to ask them if they like you and then you kind of strategize and you're nervous and you have to uh, kind of take all these peripheral actions around it, but you don't have to do that. You're 30. You're an adult. That's the great thing about being an adult is if you like somebody, it's so funny, you take though. your adult confidence and you go up to them, you tell them that you like them. And then you ask them if they would like to, 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 you know whether or not maybe maybe they like you or, or you ask them if they would like to go out That's on a date for them to too, see if dude. they like you too and 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 it, it goes from being this horrifically co- it gets complicated later when you it gets yeah. complicated once you're in a relationship but the actual courting process is far less complicated than it was when you were 12 you have that advantage alan so i tell me what in that courtship process what are the the issues there, plainly and simply. Well, Cause here's, if, like, cause if you answer this with something that's like a thousand sentences long, it's just a denial <laughs> of what's there. Please give me a straight answer to this, to this question. Right. The reason, okay, I'll go slower. I'm kind of excited talking to you, bro. I'm not gonna no, I'm excited <laughs> to talk to you too. I'm just, I just want to know, I just want to know what the issue is here. The thing is, is that, um, well, I don't want to force I guess because you know now that she's like really a prominent DJ in the scene like I don't know like I just kind of feel like I just don't want to just follow her to every single event like she's DJing at you know what <laughs> hold I mean hold on. I don't want to be weird I, Alan I, I Alan 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 nobody said anything about following her to every event that she's at what are you talking about I don't know. I just don't want to be a weirdo, you know? And I think it's just the innate fear of just, like, somebody, like, yo, why is this guy always, like, and he's just not saying anything to me, even though I'm giving him, like, like eyes and stuff, you know? I don't know, man. Okay, I just feel like I'd be, over, I'd be, over, I'd be over complicating it, for real. Yeah, you know, you're, well, I don't, you're 100% overcomplicating this. I can just, I can already tell. Um, are you, does this, how many conversations have you had with this girl? Shit, like, probably, like, 
I think two. Okay. Do you where do, do you guys have some kind of thing where you're recurringly? Do you have her on the Instagram or the phone number or anything like that? Oh, the IG ways. Mm, yeah, I do, but I don't have her number though. Okay. Have you <laughs> talked on the on the IG? I tried, man, but she doesn't follow me back, and so like, I tried sending a message to her, but you know, at some point, it's just like I couldn't even make comments like on her IG stories. I don't know, man. Like, I just that's what I'm saying. Like, you couldn't, you couldn't. What do you mean you couldn't make comments on her IG stories? Yeah, like you know how some people just like have you can make a comment, and then like somehow some some random like some people just like kind of like turn off their comments, so certain people can't like comment on their stories. Did she turn off your specific, specifically your ability to comment on her stories? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Um, has she? Weird. Wait a minute. Hold on. It's weird, right? It's weird. Okay. Well, when you talked to this person, when you talked to this person, how did the conversation go? I mean, it's pretty slow. It's just like, hey, how are you? How you been? He's like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. This and that. And like, kind of just like, just tries to not even like, well, not even try, but I guess doesn't try to like complete, like it's just a small talk. But then like we bumped into certain places and it's like, he gives me these eyes where it's just like, okay, like you're giving me these eyes and like, you're kind of showing me interest. But then again, like, are you even a shy like me? Like, are we having the same type of like dilemma where none of us, like none of us are going to try to like innately try to like ask each other out. You know what I mean? So that's the type of vibe that I was getting. So it's just kind of like, kind of like, I kind of just came up to the conclusion. Cause I was talking to a friend. I was like, yeah, just let it go. And just like, you're a DJ too. Right. And I was like, yeah. Like, so yeah, you're going to be out in the scene and you're just going to be collaborating with the certain promoters. So, Probably, oddly enough, along that way, you're probably going to meet up with her again. And then you're going to probably, like, have, like, a conversation. But, like, off of, like, DJing or whatnot. So, so yeah, I had I had realized a couple Whoa. of things about my situation. I realized, man, I can't put nobody on a pedestal, man. And I think that's my biggest sure. thing. Sure. I can't. I think I was putting her on a pedestal. And I'm just like, and, I, and I'm just like, man, that's, that's a no bueno. I can't do that. <laughs> you know what? I, you know, as I'm listening to you talk, I'm realizing um, I, I'm actually I'm actually rethinking everything I've said to you because I told you that the courting process I made a I made a whole bang about how it was easy. It's not. It's tr- no part of any of this is easy. Now that I'm now that I'm hearing you talk about it, um, no, it's difficult. It's all difficult because. Um, you know, you're trying to – first, look, here's the thing. I don't know what the whole deal is with this Instagram thing. If you think you have been blocked by her on Instagram, that is a clear sign that she's right. down, which is fine. You know, you'll, you'll live. You can move on with your life. <laughs> of course. Um, and it's better like that, I think. I think I just have yes. to just let it go, dude. Like, this okay. whole, like – I mean, it's dri- – can I tell you, Alan? I don't know you that well, but I know well, – the one thing that I know about you is that this is driving you insane. Yeah, man. Yeah, for like a year, dude. And I just like, I'm like, man, why the fuck am I like even overthinking like this shit? Why don't I just approach her and then just end it and then be like, fine, I fucking did it. Now I don't have no fucking like 
um, fucking crazy daydreams about this woman that like those shoulda coulda woulda scenarios that kill every man inside their mind and it's just like it just disturbs you you know what i mean you know i keep that under control like don't get me wrong i'm not crazy anything like that but just like when you when you sincerely like kind of like feel a connection from somebody and it's like really like really like you feel it it's just like that's like a point where it's like damn i don't want to be vulnerable though what if this is like what if i'm crazy like what if i come off like <laughs> like an idiot dude nah bro like i'm spiritual like you i feel like you're sure. some sort of spiritual also but it's just like th- these people sometimes we have these connections with people and it's just like you can't really explain it but then like either you go and jump and like alan, jump in the water alan if- alan 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 look alan i'm gonna tell you something. i think you're a good guy i really do I think you're. I think you're a sweet soul. I think one day, you will find uh, a woman who loves you as much as you love her. I think everything's gonna be okay with you. But I need to. I need to tell you something, Alan. What's good? You've you've sp- you've told me that you have spoken to this woman two times. Yeah. Just okay. Just just you've spoken to this woman two times, and for an entire year, you have been using. Only the limited amount of information in your surface level conversations that you have had with this girl and uh, assumptions that you have made from looking at her eyes to build up this this grandiose portrait of who she is that is based off of virtually no actual data or experience. And that's what you are working off of and falling in love with. And like we have both agreed upon. It is driving you insane. Yeah. Okay. So look, you're a, you're a DJ, right? Just just give me short answers. You're a DJ, right? Uh huh. Okay. You you have a passion. You have a, there's a whole community of DJs. You go to parties. You meet tons of people. You have in your head. You're young. You have in your hands such a beautiful life to freely explore without the chains of this perceived image of a person that's weighing you down and driving you crazy release yourself from these chains and go live your fucking life dude right can you do that for me (laughs) yeah definitely bro definitely okay okay (laughs) good this is so this is so awesome, man. Like I definitely was not gonna pay like X no amount of money for no therapist. I was like, yo, let me <laughs> let me get you out, dude. Cause like I see you, bro, since like COVID and motherfucking you had like JPEG Mafia and shit, bro. That's I'm like, yo, you're like I didn't I didn't have JPEG Mafia. It, I we no, I, had, I, it'd uh, be cool if you wanted. You had so. Danny, I think, right? You had Danny. Danny Brown. Brown? No, I have I had uh, you're probably thinking of Denzel Curry. De- <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, dude. But yeah, man, like, I appreciate you for picking up for the phone, sure, dude. Because, yeah. like, for you know, sure. it's, it's, you're right. It's like this perceived notion, like, with no data. And it's just like, it's why the fuck notion. am I even... Oh, by, the way, by the way, let me tell you, look, you're not, you're not, look, people are, look, people are going to try to meme on you, all right? They're going to be like, you know, don't, you, it's okay. It's what you're, what you are doing is a natural human impulse. I've done it myself plenty of times, and it has driven me in my life crazy plenty of times i remember when i used to be addicted to tinder like uh you know i would like send like 
exchange two messages with some girl and like look at her pictures and just imagine you know you 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 project so many ideas of who she is and how you guys will get along and it's it's based off of fucking nothing but it can make you feel obsessed okay and you just you need to realize what's going on and you need to squash it and and open your brain up to the beautiful abundance of other things going on in your life that you've been uh, shoving to the side in favor of this projected image you have of a person. Sure, okay, yeah. you fo- is this all? Is this speaking to you right now? Yeah, man, you are. <laughs> okay, good, good. Okay, well, can you do that, Alan? Definitely, definitely, okay. bro. Definitely, I would. What do you? What kind of music do you make? Um, man, that's that's a good question. I mean, right now I've been doing like club music. I do hip hop. I do R and B. You know. You're gonna be. You're gonna hang out in the club. You're gonna meet people. You're gonna have. You have a nice. You have a nice life, man. Go live it. Okay. Don't spend it in your brain fantasizing. Live in what's actually going on. You'll be happier. Hell yeah. It's like the best advice I've gotten. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say <laughs> to the yet. people of the computer before we go? Ah uh, man, damn. What else to say? Ah uh, shit. Real. Live in the real life. I know this shit, like, I probably, somebody else probably goes through the same shit. I know y'all do, but, like, life is beautiful. You know, you just gotta fuck up here and there. But, hey, that's why we fucking take risks, right? It's better to just go out there and take a risk than not to, right? Thanks, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Ah, uh, you take care, Alan. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> you too, bro. Take care, man. Look, you're, we've all, uh, you know, done, I, I feel like... A lot of people have done stuff like that where they uh, 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 fantasize about a person to a point where uh, you, you've you conflated your fantasy with reality. And um, again, it can drive you crazy. So wake the fuck up. Live your life. Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by funlove.com. Oh, yeah. That's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much, and Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics such as the Shredded Chicken Taco Bowl, the Indian Butter Chicken, and who could forget the Cream 
creamy tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com slash gecko50 for 50% off. Hello, folks. It's Lyle. So this next call is actually a street interview that I did in real life in the middle of the famous Shibuya Crossing in Tokyo, Japan. Most of the people we interviewed there actually only spoke Japanese, so I had a translator with me the whole time. But the woman in this clip was visiting from Australia and told us some really fascinating stuff going on with her and her family and her life that I will let you guys hear for yourself. I love doing these videos where I travel around to foreign countries and interview people on the streets. I've done it in Mexico City, Guatemala, and now Japan. And if you like this interview, you like this format, and you want to watch the whole thing, I have linked it in the episode description. All right, let's go to Japan. Hi, Grace. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? This is Kiko. Hi. Hi, nice to meet you. And you're? Uh, Lyle. Lion. Lyle. Lyle. Yes. Nice. What are you doing here in Japan, dude? I'm just traveling. Okay. Yeah. Where are you, where are you traveling from? Um, Australia. Oh. Yes, it's my second day in Tokyo, and it's my first time being here. Oh, really? Yes. What made you want to come all the way over to Tokyo? Um, I've always wanted to come. Um, it just happened that my brother, he's also coming to Tokyo, but from Hong Kong. So I'm like, yeah, I'll meet you in Tokyo. Oh, great, yeah. great, great. Yeah. What uh, What's life like back in Australia? Um, not very exciting, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? What are you guys doing here? You know, I'm not 100% sure myself. Oh, really? <laughs> and what, is going, this, what yeah. is going on here? Am I being filmed? You are being filmed. Is that okay? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, we're just doing little interviews with people who uh, happen to be walking by in right. uh, Shibuya Crossing. Okay, so do you guys have a YouTube channel or something yeah, like it's, that? Yeah, it's, it's going to be on YouTube. Ah. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it'll just, I'll just watch it myself. Okay. For and fun. How how long has, have you guys been sitting here today? How long have we been sitting here today, you Not think? Not too long. Let's see. Let me check. We've been we've been sitting here for... Oh, we've actually been sitting here for 38 minutes. Okay, that's not too long. We've been sitting here for 38 minutes, and we've gotten very few people to come sit and talk and to us. And I'm like number two or three. Something like that. Something like that. Oh, that's, that's actually not too bad. It's not too bad, right? Yeah. Grace, you did, what's, you your, do what's well. your life like? Tell me about Australia. What do you do? Um, I'm an accountant. You're an accountant? Yes, not very exciting. Mm. <laughs> but yet, but yet you, see, you have an exciting energy about you. Really? Yeah. Do, do, can you feel it? I can feel it. Can you feel the exciting energy? I feel it. Really? <laughs> what, um, uh, uh, were you able to get time off from accounting to come here? I'm actually thinking about switching industry maybe okay. going to banking or something um, okay. but I don't know yet let's see if I can find a job find a new job but um, okay. yeah I actually had a pretty shitty year that's why why did you have a shitty year Grace um, uh, it's pretty sad because my dad passed away oh, I'm sorry to hear that yeah um, but you know that's part of life mm -hmm. and um, yeah it's kind of changed my perspective on things how so, so? um because he passed away really quickly and uh, it just happened very suddenly and it was back in March. 
so back then, so he, he, they're, they're all in Hong Kong. And um, back then, Hong Kong banned people coming in from Australia. So in order for me to go home, I had to go to New Zealand for two weeks to wash out, two weeks. And once I reached Hong Kong, I still had to do the two weeks quarantine. Took me like four weeks to see my family. Really? Oh, it took you four weeks to see your family after yeah. your dad died? Yeah, it was really bad. And the yeah. saddest thing was... My dad passed away on the day that I left for Hong Kong. Oh. So I didn't make it. Like the, the moment I stepped on my trip, like pretty mm-hmm. much 12 hours later, he's gone. So mm-hmm. it was really traumatic, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and then there are all these family issues that because of his passing that they were coming up. So I was like dealing with a lot of shitty, complex things. So yeah. I had a really shitty year. And that's part of the reason why I'm in a, I'm in Japan now because really? I'm like stop it I'm just gonna book this trip and right. make myself happy I'm just gonna spend the money and you know do this I love that yeah I love that I want, so is that part of because you were talking about how uh, it, this this all kind of the even though it was shitty gave you a a different perspective that you're like applying to how you're now living your life yeah I think so like tell me more about that new perspective I think. It makes me realize I can do so much more. Yeah. Yeah, because I've dealt with all these situations and I'm like, oh, oh my God, you can actually do this. You can deal with all these difficult people and difficult situations. And why don't you go out there and try something different? Because I've been in my industry for like 10 years and I don't see my... I'll just tell you a little bit more about my job. So I'm an insolvency accountant. So uh, we do bankruptcy, people dealing with bankrupt people or company going to liquidations. Like it's all... I quite like the things I do because every case is different, but I also don't see myself in doing this for very long. Like, I don't see myself becoming a liquidator. As, so I'm like, maybe I should do something else. But anyway, it's just a lot of things happened this year. So yeah, it comes to the point that this year has coming, it's coming to an end. And yeah, I think I'm, I'm up for a new start for next year. So yeah. you said that you, it kind of helped you learn that there are many things that you thought you couldn't do that you actually can do. Yeah. Tell me about some of those things. Oh, it's probably TMI. Oh. <laughs> Fair it's enough. Just, it's just, you know, family stuff. Like okay, it's yeah. A bit complex. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So um, I, I know you said that there was some drama and it's okay if this is something you don't want to talk about, but mm. do you feel like this might have brought your family like closer together in any sense? Because I feel like that tends to happen when something like this happens is you know it's sad but everyone kind of you know gathers and and i I think that's a really good point like we're already very close but definitely these events brought us closer and we learn more about each other like yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um can i ask you guys some questions yeah yes so so (laughs) how long have you been doing this uh i've been doing this for like two and a half years Oh, so yeah. you're out making contests for two and a half years already? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. This is uh, uh, my first time doing it in Japan. Uh, I met Kiko uh. Uh, on the phone actually because I do a show where uh, I talk to people on the phone. All right. And uh, she's come here to help me uh, translate. But we haven't yet found many uh, like actually, you know, yeah, people who only speak Japanese. No need for me to translate yet. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. So, how long are you planning to be out here today? 
As long as it takes. As long as it takes. I suppose. <laughs> as long as the sun is out. <laughs> oh. So okay, mm. um, you said that you've learned. You said that you learned more about your family. Mm. Uh, if it's not too much information, can I hear some of the things that you've learned? Like, did um, you learn anything new about your your mother or or your your siblings? Hmm. I guess it's more about le them learning me, learning things about me. Interesting. What do you yeah. think they learned about you? Uh, oh, this is too deep. I mean, too, too TMI. But, okay, um, sure. Yeah, but you don't have to talk about anything. No, you don't no, want to talk no, about. no. Yeah, it's just. Oh, um, yeah. This is TMI, but um, my dad actually had another. Like, he had a, he had a. He had a partner like outside oh, of the marriage. Oh, sure, sure, so sure. So we never it, two two families were we don't acknowledge each other. Yeah. At all, but then because this happened, so they came into contact with us. Interesting. So, so, so like, I had to did you not know them beforehand? Uh, we knew like we knew about ten years ago, but we never really. My dad still wasn't sure if I knew about it. Yeah. So I was like pretending that I don't know, like trying to preserve the relationship. Yeah. So yeah. we don't, we never talk about it. But ah, uh, yeah, it's very. It, the situation was really delicate because there was a child involved. So my half brother is like, he's like ten or twelve years old. So. Yeah, it was a very delicate situation, like when you have to break the news to the other side and all those things. And at first, we we didn't really want to come into contact with them. So right. I basically contacted his school, told them about the situation, and said the dad has passed away because the because our father. You contacted your half brother's school to let them know. Yeah. Oh my god! And and did you? Had you even ever met your half brother? Uh, after that, yes. So, so, so when you when you called the school, you he didn't even know who you were. Yeah, I, I I knew his name. Yeah. So what happened was, my dad was like, they he he lives with obviously he he looks after my half brother, so they live together, separating from like separate homes, and my dad was quite sick and. And basically, one day he just left home. They yeah. knew that they were going to the hospital, but yeah. he never returned. And it just—it it was like over the course of maybe three weeks. Yeah, they were still in contact. Like my 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 father was still in contact with with the other side, but then yeah. eventually he got so weak and couldn't respond to any messages. So they left hanging there. Uh -huh. They didn't know what was going on. They tried to contact the hospital, but the hospital wouldn't talk to them because the mother isn't his lawful wife so right. there's no like he she can't get these information from the hospital and then one day they they received this message from their school social worker that someone has told us that your dad has passed away so they reach out to us and yeah the whole drama began <laughs> yeah have you maintained a relationship with the partner's family um the the boy yes um we still talk um i actually stayed in hong kong for like two months so i i i really made myself available for them um um so it's very it's very sweet of you to make yourself available for them even though you had yeah, never known them yeah that's that's the thing that my family learned about me she was like they're like why can you be so nice to them <laughs> i don't know because there's just a child involved and i right. just feel bad i think 
I don't know. It's just I just did it. Do you? Yeah. do I mean, do you feel like? A connection to your father through them, in a sense, because no. they were close to him. Not really. Interesting. Not really. Yeah, I don't see him. I don't see my dad in him at all. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look anything like my dad. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He doesn't look anything like my dad. We we even did a DNA test <laughs> to confirm. Like, yeah, <laughs> like a sneaky one. A sneaky, a, a, a sneaky, a sneaky, a sneaky DNA test. <laughs> so, so this is the kind of dramas that I was talking about and how uh, it can be a little bit TMI. Well, <laughs> so I'm, I'm interested by a couple of things. So your family, so as you said, you've made yourself available to this child who's clearly going through a really hard time. Yeah. And you didn't have to do that. You don't know the mm. kid, but you did it anyway. Yeah. And it's interesting that your family is saying to you, like, why would you do that? And you're also kind of a little bit being like, why would I do that? But but you're doing it like something yes. about I don't know. I him just did is it. like compelling you to want to be there for him and have that relationship yeah i think i just felt bad for him because he he was he's so young right. it's just such a young age to lose his father it's just right. i just feel bad for him yeah do you think that is this all a recent thing mm, sorry is this all a very kind of recent thing yeah this year this year yeah have you maintained a relationship with anyone else in, in kind of that side of his uh, family the mother not so much okay <laughs> initially we were talking and she seemed okay. Um, we were like on on good terms, I would say, but things turned downhill pretty yeah. soon. And yeah. now we're like not really talking. But if I need to inform her of things, I'll still message her. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Tell me. Uh, uh, so this this trip to Tokyo is it like oh. a is it like a decompression for you? Oh, definitely. I mean, it sounds like you've been through a whole hell of a lot yeah definitely um i i don't i don't have like solid plans about where i have to go so i just go by feeling like i i don't i don't wake up super early in the morning and oh i have to go to this place this place, this place. no i don't do that so i'm just take it easy go with the flow sit down and talk to you people <laughs> <laughs> are you are you did you just come here by yourself um so yes i'm on my own now but tomorrow i'll be meeting my brother oh great yes. great 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 how has it been uh traveling by yourself oh i love it i love it i don't need to look after anybody else's feeling or right. their desire to go somewhere that i don't want to go right so, right <laughs> it's fine. it's a symbolic thing because it's it seems like, like you've been looking after so many other people and like you know kind of in the in the weeds of all this stuff with all these other people and now you just have this time completely yeah me to time. yourself yes you yeah, time. Me time very yeah, well deserved really you time yeah grace thanks for sharing all of this stuff oh, all with good. us thank you for having me like, of course good is there anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go um not really <laughs> thank you for listening That's of course all. <laughs> have a uh, fantastic rest of your time in yeah, tokyo thank you um do you have like like inst- do you do instagram sure yeah, yeah i, I have you? an instagram yeah well that was that was pretty interesting grace is so nice yeah oh she was so nice she had such a great energy it's so it's so interesting because it's like every time i do this it's like you can sit for 40 minutes and nobody comes to talk to you and and even if someone does maybe they seem a little shy and then all of a sudden someone comes in you know kind of with everything i'm glad she did yeah 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 yeah. 
How are you feeling, Kiko? Good. I. Are you okay? Are you tired? Are you? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I wish that person would come talk to us. Oh, me too. Maybe he will. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.